0: Love Talk Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to Mind Body Spirit You Monthly Podcast with Laura Morante. I'm Dodie Mitchell and I'm stepping in for Lee Fortner today, who couldn't be with us today. Wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving and a peaceful, beautiful weekend. Um, just a couple of points. Our next channel after tonight's channel will not be the last Friday in December as we normally do. It will be on New Year's Day, January 1, 2015, at 1 o'clock. Uh, New Year's Day channel is a very powerful experience. And it's a great way to start the new year, so we're looking forward to that, and love for as many of you as possible to be present with us on New Year's Day 2015 at 1 o'clock. So um, before we begin, with uh, Laura to channel for us a message from spirit. Hi Laura, welcome. Hi Dodie. That's good, really good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You monthly podcast with Laura Morante. I'm Dodie Mitchell, and I'm stepping in for Lee Fortner today, who couldn't be with us today. Wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving and a peaceful, beautiful weekend. Um, Just a couple of points. Our next channel after tonight's channel. Will not be the last Friday in December as we normally do. It will be on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2015, at 1 o'clock. Uh, new Year's Day channel is a very powerful experience and it's a great way to start the new year. So we're looking forward to that and love for as many of you as possible to be present with us on New Year's Day, 2015 at 1 o'clock. So um, before we begin with uh, Laura to channel for us a message from Spirit. Hi, Laura. Welcome. Hi, Doty. It's good, really good to be here with you. Let's just take a couple of minutes and center ourselves with a little, little bit of breathing and meditation, just to open up to Spirit. So if you join me now in finding a comfortable space, sitting comfortably. Take a deep breath in through your nose, and as you exhale, gently invite your eyes to close. And take another deep breath into the belly, expanding the chest, really breathing in. And let the breath roll back out again. And as the breath releases, release the shoulders, allow the body to release, any amount is perfect. Another deep breath in again. And as you exhale, begin to feel the walls around you, the space around you, expanding. And as you take another breath in, breathing deeply into the belly, expanding the chest, feel yourself rising up and expanding. And as you exhale, feel the space around you expanding even further. And as you inhale deeply, begin to see the image of yourself on top of the highest mountain sitting on top in a very comfortable way from the summit of a mountain. And as you exhale, the space around you expands again. And you can begin to see all around you endless scenery breathing deeply and breathing out. You can see now exquisite clarity all around you as far as the eye can see. And you feel completely expansive in all directions. Breathing in and out. You can feel the gentle breeze across your skin. You feel completely uncontained and free. As if every part of your being is open, open wide and able to expand. Just hold this feeling of expansiveness, of openness and of freedom and allow the message of spirit To move through you. Laura. Okay. Stay with this image. Stay with this idea. Stay with this truth that this is you, that you are this expansive, that you are this relevant. And that your energy has a profound effect on the human experience. Believe this. Know this to be true. For it is because of you that this experience exists. It is because of your desire to be here, to be human, to experience limitation, to explore pure potential. That is why this physical world exists. That is what this is all for. Hmm. Isn't that what you're questioning? How often has that thought come to your mind? What is this all for? Why do I move about this earth in this physical body? Where do I find peace? Where do I find moments of Certainty and the purposefulness of my energy. What is this all for? Why are we here? <clears throat> what does this experience mean? How am I, a mere human being, to make sense of it all? How am I to bring myself an understanding of it that allows me to create a life that sustains my intuitive sense of knowing that sustains that sense of me so that I don't have to give it up to be here to be accepted in this society how do I embrace this human experience without losing myself in it by sustaining the image, by reminding yourself of who you truly are, of how expansive you truly are, of how limitless your potential really is. And you say, but I have not seen that in this life. How do I know that to be true when I have not experienced it? Well, you look around, dear ones. (coughs) You look around at those that have gone before you. You look at those that are existing in a way where they are creating profound change in this world by honoring their truth. So many of the younger ones are knowing (coughs) knowing it and allowing it to come through them in this life. They're creating their own unique interpretations of what this world is about and what it needs. And you'll find many young inventors surfacing in your midst. You will find that the curious mind is in, what is it? The curious mind is integrated in this younger generation in a way that will um, (coughs) instigate in them the desire to explore what could be. And it's so important that the human race hold on to that idea that there is more. And that we have not possibly conceptualized all that could be. So look to the younger ones. Look to their unique ideas and interpretations of life as inspirational energy meant to be brought into this world in this time, to inspire change and to create the vehicles for that change. Use them as the guidelines going forward. Align with what their energies are exhibiting in this world, even if it is resistance to what is. You see, that's the issue with the older generation, who thinks they know what should be. When they feel the resistance from the younger ones. They take personal offense to the defiance. And why would you? Why would you take it personally when another soul engaging this life says, Well, that's not the way I'm here to do it. Because that is what their resistance means. That's all they are saying is, I have a plan. And that doesn't seem to fit. That energy that you are extending to me does not resonate with who I came to be. That's all they are saying in a simple term is give me the freedom and the space to find my own way. To possibly bring into this creation a way of being that is more sustainable, more suitable to who we are as energy and more aligned with the balance we're all looking to experience here. When you think about your lives and you think of how off-centered they are, you must ask yourselves, do I really want to give this down, hand this down to the next generation? Do I want to give my children the idea that existing in a way that has created so much inconsistency in my life is what I want them to think life needs to be? Or am I so aligned with my truth? Am I so in balance that I know that this is what they need to experience? And as you hear those words in that way, you feel the resistance in you. You feel the truth that each soul must find their own way, their own unique interpretation of life in order to allow the gift they came to to bring into this world to surface. It must surface from deep down at the core of the being that the individual is. And if the individual is trying to be something that it's not, it will not surface. So you see, honoring your own passions is not just something nice to experience. It's the impetus for true realization in this world. You must rectify that in your intellectual interpretation of what you are here to be. It is the only way you will allow yourself to have the freedom to be you is when you get it. It's when you get that who you are truly here to be already exists in you and is burning, yearning, and trying to make it to the surface of you to express itself through you. But it can't until you let go of trying to be something that you're not. You are divine beings of brilliant creative energy. And until you fully rectify this in your mind, you cannot come into alignment with it. Until you get I'm sorry, until you give yourself the gift of believing this, you will not know peace and balance in this life. Till you come to the realization that you are all that you need and everything that you are is who you came to be. And that there's none of it that you need to hide. There's none of it that you need to dumb down or dismiss to fit in or be accepted. Some of you need to come to the realization that you did not come to be accepted. But that you came to accept all as is. All life. As it is in the moment, whatever it is appearing to be. that the yearning to be accepted by others (coughs) will be rectified in you when you accept all as perfect and divine. And that can only come when you accept yourself as perfect and divine. It's all connected, dear ones. And you must start with the willingness to bring it back to you, to see what's off in you? Is it that acceptance? Is it that important to you to be accepted by others? Is it so important that you'd be willing to, s- <coughs> to dismiss your truth, to hide who you know you are here to be, so that you can be accepted by another? And is that ever enough? Does that ever fulfill you? Does it ever complete you? to be accepted by another when you're not being your truth is in truth acceptance, is it? So once again, we bring you back to the idea that peace comes when you allow yourself to be who you are inspired to be from the deepest parts of your knowingness, not from the surface shallow interpretation of life that the intellect can conjure be with this sit with it stay with it allow it to move through you and shift in you any areas of resistance to this truth for that resistance is the inclination to remain limited in form to remain detached from all that is here in this experience to support the evolution of your journey. Let yourself be free from the self-limiting beliefs inherited in this world at this time. Choose to detach From the belief systems that have created this society that has created so much angst in the individuals living on the earth today. Reframe it in your mind. Reframe it in your heart. Reframe it in your life, your interpretation of life. Do not worry about how it will fit into what is. That's not what we're trying to do here. We don't want to fit into what is. We want to create what could be. We want to pull that beautiful, expansive potential energy forward by knowing it exists and by being willing to let go of what already exists. By being willing to say, I see what is here and I am not aligned with it. You don't want to judge it. You don't want to say, this world is so angry, this world is so scared, this world is so painful. Because you're attaching to the labels some sense of judgment and criticism that doesn't serve you or anyone. So to fully detach and surrender, you must call it what it is energy, the energy of creation, and as you stand in it, you sense the alignment with your potential, with what you know could be according to what feels right for you. You feel into your life and say, is this resonating? with the higher aspect of my beingness that knows who I came to be, that knows how I came to affect others. And you ask yourself, if this does not feel as though it is inspiring me and supporting me, am I willing to just detach and see what could be? Those are the words, dear one. Am I willing to detach and see what could be? Am I willing to let go of thinking I need to live my life in this way, in this certain way that I have been? Or am I willing to say there's another way I can do this? I may not have figured it out logically yet, but I have a sense of it. I have a sense of it because if I'm not aligning with this there must be something more and so I use that that space within me that is looking for that energy that resonates to find my way I do not need to configure it in my mind, I trust That my mind only knows what I've experienced up until now. And that the higher aspect of me can bring forward the energy that can manifest this potential that exists within me. That's the way you want to see it. It exists within you already. Just like the passion. Okay, I'll say that. Just like the passion for music, for art, for creative expression that you see so many have aligned with, followed and become known for. You know those that have existed in this world that have allowed their truth to come through and flow through them. And of course you think of of the da Vinci's of the world of the poets That brought it in words of the scholars, that brought it in concepts of the philosophers that allowed their knowingness to almost like that allowed their knowingness to pull them down a path that had not been there before. What you know about the most expansive human beings is that they honored something from deep within the core of their being. Can we bring forward the, the Bill Gates and Steve Jobs of the world. That is who you resonate in this time, isn't it? They are the ones that allowed the creative energy to flow through them. Well, there are many more waking up to this concept right now on this earth. And we are moving into a renaissance like none experienced before because of it. So we welcome you, dear souls, to the age of the new renaissance. The age of exploration, of pure potential. And we invite you all to remind yourself that you're a part of it, that you're here now to be a part of that. Not just to not just to view it, not just to watch it, not just to allow others to experience it in front of you. If you're here and you're here now, you are here for the experience. Now don't go thinking in your mind that I have to create something and oh my, I'm not creative. (laughs) Allow yourself to believe that if you are here, there is something you are here to add to the mix. And it does not have to be so... Expansive and magnificent. It does not have to be life-altering for the millions. We're not all, Da Vinci, we're not all going to affect the generations that follow. But we all can have an effect on the generations. Just by what we are. Just by who we are. Just we ha- just by how we allow ourselves to be who we are. That is the most important thing you can do right now. To affect future generations is to choose to believe in this potential that exists within you. And to choose to believe you are entitled to live by that. There's no greater effect you can have on the future of this human experience than that. For as we begun, as we began, this channel speaking of was the idea of not taking it on, not taking on what it is others think you should be according to what is already. So what you say to the next generation by allowing yourself to resist The human inclination to fall in line to be accepted is a way of being that says, I came to explore my pure potential, I came to see what I can create in a physical world reality. How amazing! My creative expertise truly is. Even if it's a word that I think of in a moment that is so necessary for another to hear. That is a brilliant creation. Not to be dismissed. don't try to put your life in a box that has to be configured in a certain way let this be the moment where we come to the realization as a as a community that each individual needs the freedom to find their individual expression of our dynamic nature Great, Laura. So much profound stuff in there. I, I you know, I think all of us <clears throat> at some point are asking those questions: Why am I here? Well, what's my purpose? You know, why did I come here? That's the human endeavor to ask those questions at some point of ourselves. And yet, at the same time, that we're asking these questions of ourselves, we're so busy raising our children raising the next generation that it escapes us that intuitively they're asking those same questions for themselves you know we want to see them be successful in this world be okay in this world and um i think it's a natural reflex of generation to generation to be able to say move in this way do it this way it's worked before you know mm-hmm. get yourself through whatever it is get through college or Find the right job or find the right girl and you know, the, the the impetus as parents is love. But there's also has to be an underlying fear there, um, that makes us say, hey, do it this way. So I think um that 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 piece that says, you know, it's within you. Finding your purpose is within you is is what we have to is the way we have to honor them, our children and the next generation, whether we have children or not, but the next generation, and, and and truly resist that urge when it comes along, that that moment of judgment that says they're not doing it the way we know is successful to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, to to really just empower them to to be who they came here to be and step back. Detach and allow, you know, and that's hard. I think. I think it's hard for us as human beings to love fully mm-hmm. and detach. Mm-hmm. That's something we, it's it's something we need to learn. We haven't been taught how to love in that way. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it is the most difficult thing for human beings. For human beings, feel a sense of responsibility to one another, and that is that is a truth. But what you want to do with life now is explore the many levels to your truth. For human beings, feeling responsible for other human beings is actually on another level a sense of the connected nature of their purpose together on Earth. That does not mean that they need to be responsible in in the way that they think as human beings, you see, you have a connection with a child that you bring into this world, and you have an agreement to bring that child into this world. Now, what the human being does from that point is create an overwhelming sense of responsibility for the safety, health, welfare, and success of that individual without taking into account the kind of experience that individual soul came for. As souls we grow from our challenges. We grow from our joys. We grow from our our, uh, peaceful exchanges as well. We grow from being human. We grow as souls from being physical. This is truly the greatest opportunity for self-awareness, is being a human being, being a soul in a physical body. It creates many opportunities for us to know our true potential. But not if one aspect of that being has decided to configure a way of being that is restrictive, that is limited by a human interpretation of our potential. So we will use your example as parents, but you can use this in any kind of relationship. If you feel that you know what is best for another, you want to ask yourself, what level am I interpreting that sense of knowing? Does that mean that I impose my belief systems on that other? Or does that sense of knowing or is that sense of knowing really trying to give me a deeper understanding so that I can find in me a sense of certainty that that soul has an idea of what it's here for. That that soul may be here to experience things that my humanness is not really prepared to understand. You know, that's where we lose it. In the interpretation between the soul and the human being, when the human being thinks it's going to understand it all, And that's just not a truth. There are certain aspects to our beingness which you are not going to intellectualize. And so, if you can understand that, as you understand there are aspects to who you are that you have not fully realized, then you must understand that you cannot fully interpret another's experience for them. Think of how difficult it is for you to find your way through your own experience, how you have been searching and seeking and trying to figure out who you are, what your unique energy is, and how to integrate it into this human experience. Isn't that enough? Is that not all-consuming for you, the individual? Or do you really feel like you've mastered the human experience to the point where you can tell another one how to be who they came to be? I don't care if you're a parent in a partnership, relationship or any other kind of friendship. From our vantage point, we are not seeing many on the earth plane that really get it. That have really moved into alignment with self realization to the point where they can then convey that understanding of life to another, so don't spread don't spread your inconsistencies. admit that this is a continuous journey of self exploration, and just because you've been here longer doesn't mean you do it better. <laughs> as a matter of fact, dear ones what you will find is the children really have a sense of how to maneuver through these experiences before you tell them how so you get to the corner and you know you have to cross the street and you look at your little one and you tell them to stop and you tell them to look both ways and you do this because you want them to be safe because you want to help them not get run over. <laughs> now, how far do you go with it? Do you take their hand and hold them tight by your side? Do you tell them to put one foot in front of the other? Do you tell them how to stand, how to look, where to look, how to walk? Or do you allow them to dance across the street? <laughs> do you allow them to do the side step if they feel so inclined? Or is that too mm-hmm. silly? You see, you can give them a sense of how to be safe. Then you must let it go. You can teach them what you know about life. But then you must let them explore it and make their own observations and come to their own interpretations through those observations. You know how you've learned more from your experience than what you've been taught. And if you haven't, and you feel like you've gotten to this point in your life because you followed the rules and that it has served you, then step away from the sense of certainty for a moment. And ask yourself if you fully appreciate all of the glory in you. If you allow all of your creative energies to flow through you, or if some of those rules don't limit your ability to feel entitled to be that free. We convince ourselves, you know, in logic, that it's enough. That the way we live life is enough. Maybe because we give ourselves a little more freedom than the next guy. And we think, well, yeah. I might like to do more than this, but at least I'm doing this. Oh, how we can rationalize away so much of our true potential. Because we look around and say, well, at least we're not doing that. I mean, look at them over there. It's never about that. Ever. Ever. It's never about what another is doing. It's never about how another is experiencing life. Ever. That's where we get lost. That's what gets in the way of our truth being able to surface from within us. When we're focused outside of ourselves, when we're focused or paying attention to what another is doing or how another is doing it compared to how we're doing it. Once you find yourself comparing, you want to bring yourself back to the truth that we are individually expressed in this world, that we are created unique because we're part of the dynamic energy we're a part of it and no two parts are the same so we must honor the uniqueness we must honor our differences not only honor but embrace and allow them to be what defines us oh there's a a shift in interpreting how to be human, isn't there? <clears throat> a mighty, mighty powerful shift in mm-hmm. thought for what a, for what the majority of human beings right now strive for is normalcy. Oh. And that is so far from who we are. Because <clears throat> in that light, or in that interpretation of life, is a limiting belief that we must be like one another that we must follow suit and give up our individuality to fit in to what works for some unique creative expression who we are. Now we just have to let ourselves believe that we are entitled to be that. This is how we reconfigure the human experience by allowing ourselves to believe it because once we believe it, we can then hand that down, can't we? You know, When we think about, um, you know, we've been talking about, you know, allowing, allowing whether it's those who are in relationship with uh, as parent-child or those who are in relationship with as lovers or sister-brother or, you know, whatever it is, allowing them to be who they are. And we think about that focus as in serving them, but think about how we serve our own experience, if we can let go of those feelings of responsibility, obligation, uh, um, fear for their um, development, just really release those and, and be able to have the freedom, just to feel that freedom of being able to let that go. And, and how healing that can be and how we can demonstrate for them and future relationships or future generations, how to be that free and that expansive. Yes, dear one, and it begins in you, doesn't it? It begins with you believing you don't have to be any certain way according to what your family thinks, your society thinks, your religious institutions think, none of it not for any other human being do you have to be any certain way when you give yourself that freedom you can then begin to configure in your mind a way to give it to someone else we must apply it to ourselves first for it really can be no other way you cannot give another a freedom you do not feel entitled to yourself Will not work not in your mind so you want to look at all those that you have these relationships with whether they're children's partners or siblings however it is you configured the relationship in this lifetime <clears throat> and you want to know that you've done this before especially the ones that create the anxiety and angst inside of you that these are the relationships these are the souls right? that you've been working on relationships with in many lifetimes, when they come at you so intense in this lifetime, it's because you're at the precipice of change. Mm -hmm. Because you're about to reconfigure how human beings interact with one another. Let's reconfigure how we honor one another's uniqueness by feeling entitled to express our truth the way we feel it needs to be. It's not about defining for another who they should be according to what we think is best for them. Anytime you find yourself in that thought pattern, pull yourself out. And ask yourself, who in this world knows who I'm supposed to be better than me? And if a name surfaces, if there is another you think has that awareness, reflect on that. They may know a way for you to find your way to your truth. They may be able to assist you in that way. They may be able to help you clear the inconsistencies in your belief systems that do not allow you, or I'm sorry, that do not allow the truth to float to the surface of your awareness. They may help you learn how to calm your minds, how to clear your fields, how to open to the divine how to connect and communicate and commune with the higher aspect of you but life is an ever-evolving limitless potential energy that is what it is and as you evolve your experience evolves right along with you so there is never one thing you came to be, do, or experience. It is a conglomeration of energies. a A conglomeration of energies accumulated through your experiences, through the many different ways you've allowed yourself to view your potential in this human experience. And only you and experience that conglomeration to the fullest. This is why it's so important for you to feel empowered, self-empowered by the idea that you have a unique gift, a unique interpretation or perspective of life that you came to experience or to be. this is why you feel that you must begin to understand what it's all about. To find the more in that belief that there must be more. That your purpose is to allow that more to come through you without knowing what it is before it comes. Think about it. If you're looking to create a new way of being, a new experience, then you don't know it. So it must come through you without Configuring it logically. Because in your logical configuration, you're limiting the potential of that energy. And this is where this current society gets stuck in the belief that you can bring something in without knowing what it is first. We're so intellectually driven right now that we can't conceive of this potential as possible that the intellect likes to dismiss this as nonsense and irrelevant to life. Irrelevant, irrelevant to life when it is life. When it is what creates this human experience. Ah, but the intellect would like to believe that the intellect is in charge in this moment on the earth. And so it is the greatest struggle for the human being to exist in this intellectually driven world with a sense of knowing that defines them. It's a it's a really beautiful message that came through today. Just the, the to me the the ability to release the need to Know what your purpose is beyond knowing that by coming here and just being who you are you're you're fulfilling your purpose and allowing it to come through allowing um, it to uh evolve as you're here um, feeling. That's funny, the way I'll say it is I'm feeling intellectual resistance, which is the interpretation that many people will receive this message and say, well, that is utterly ridiculous. How am I to be what I do not know how to be? It is just that simple. That is what the mind will tell you over and over again. Well, that was interesting, but now I better get back to my real life. <laughs> how many of you are not pondering these thoughts right now in this moment? We feel you. We hear you and we're trying to address this in a way that will help you accept it as truth. So how do we do that? How do we inspire you to let go of needing to understand it all before you invest in it? We're bringing you back to da Vinci. We're bringing you back to those that understood that there was more to this life. And if they got out of the way, it could come through them. Mm -hmm. Oh, you think, you're not as powerful as they, you're not as endowed with greatness as they, you're not as deserving as they. Can you really buy into that? Can you really believe that there is any other individual on the earth more entitled to the greatness of this potential, of this limitless potential? I mean, you know it. You feel it. You feel the resistance in you in believing that. The mind will tell you otherwise, but there is a part of you that knows who you are. And no matter how invested in the intellectual interpretation of this experience you are, that part of you is there right now, knocking on the door and saying, wait a minute, I feel something true here. I'm resonating with that. That's the part of you you want to listen to. That's the part of you you want to say, wait a minute, is this what they're talking about? Because I have always known that. I've always known that giving up this part of me or that part of me to fit in didn't feel quite right. That I don't think we're all supposed to give up all of our individual greatness to be normal complacent with what is not serving the average human being you look around this world and you see the magnificence in nature and in the, the brilliance of the interconnected way nature supports itself and you must think it doesn't struggle every day the plants, the flowers, the animals to figure out how to be here? Does does any part of nature ever stress just existing? You think of the status quo here in this world. It's accepted that we spend our days stressing, just sustaining life, sustaining safety, security, health and well-being. All that we were born with. We've created that difficulty in our mind. Is that truly why we were endowed with this intellect? So we can create barriers to our brilliance? we all know better than that as we look around at the perfection in nature we must know we are equally entitled to experience life through that energy of perfection that we are we cannot bring it into our experience if we do not believe we are entitled to to shift in the way we view our potential and our entitlement to experience that life inspired by that potential. Stay focused on that vision, dear ones. You are as expansive as you will allow yourself to believe. Mm. And you are entitled to live from that expansive awareness so that life can unfold before us and our truth can surface from within us. Beautiful. I'm left with a question that they asked in the very beginning, which I think is so profound it could be a mantra for a meditation, and that's am I willing to detach or to let go and see what could be? Ooh, that's goosebumps. And, <laughs> that and maybe good. that's a great thing mm-hmm. to say to ourselves oh, in goodness. our moments of silence. Am I willing to let go and just see what could be? Shift it, Doty. Shift it to I am willing. And we will accept right. this as a mantra. And we will say, use it for it will call forward. The greatness that you know you are here to experience. I am willing. And I know that my willingness will allow that potential to flow through me. It is in, it is in certainty that we are our most powerful manifestors. It is in great certainty that we align with the with our innate abilities to create in this life. So be certain in your words, in your mantras. Be positive and affirmative. And don't worry if you skip a day. Don't beat yourself up if you fall back into a negative pattern of thinking. But rather applaud your awareness of it. Appreciate your willingness to recognize the duality, to recognize the intensity of the earth plane experience to the point where when you are positively affirming your truth, the old way of being shows itself to you. It's a part of the process, dear ones. Know that that is purposeful. That means you're stirring it up doesn't mean you've fallen back. It doesn't mean it's too hard for you. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. Quite the contrary. It means you are looking to detach from a negative way of thinking and that thinking is trying to hold on by getting your attention again. And You just Relegate it back to the human experience. Knowing all along that it's a part of it. If I am here in this density, it's going to infiltrate my beingness. It's going to challenge me to know who I am and to stand firm in that knowingness. That's the evolution of the soul, dear. To evolve beyond the human interpretation of limitation. And that's what we've come from. Come I'm sorry, that's what we've come for. Mm. Mm. What? There's one thing All right. Find it in you, those that are so intellectually driven. The willingness to give it a chance. That's all your soul asks of you. is a willingness to let go of your certainty of what you think should be, no matter who you are, no matter how metaphysically driven your understanding and interpretation of life is. Right now, in this moment, let it all go surrender it all to the idea that as a human being you cannot possibly conceptualize your true expansive nature intellectually. Right there is the way you open the door and give yourself, give your soul the freedom to come forward, to surface from within you your true purposeful energy. Choose to be certain. <laughs> Choose to be certain. That certainty will, more than not, limit your ability to perceive your true potential. Thank you. That was profound and beautiful. Thank you. Remember everybody, our next channel will be January 1st, 2015 at 1 o'clock. Have a, a beautiful holiday season and we'll see you soon.